this is Leo and a big welcome back to The Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. Firstly, a massive thank you as always for listening to the podcast and choosing The Sound Museum. There's so many podcasts out there and I thank you so much for your support. Now coming up on this week's episode, we're going back to 1983 and celebrating the 40th anniversary of an iconic movie and soundtrack, Flashdance. But before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast provider. That way you won't miss any future episodes. And you can also catch up on past episodes you may have missed on your chosen podcast provider. If you do use Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave me a lovely review. And on Spotify, you can also leave a star rating as well. Now, going back to 1983, I was just nine years old and I absolutely loved the soundtrack to the movie Flashdance. I had it on vinyl and I played it constantly. It's one of my favorite soundtracks at the time. And on this week's episode, we're going to go through the album track by track. I recently watched the movie again for the first time in ages, just the last couple of days in preparation for this podcast. And it took me back. I was back there in my room, listening to the music. It was such a great soundtrack. But of course, the movie is very of its time. But I did enjoy it. Now, if you haven't watched the movie Flashdance, it's basically about a woman called Alex, who is a welder at a steel mill. And she's also a dancer at a local club who dreams of being a professional dancer. Now, it was at that club that Alex meets Nick. So Alex was dancing at the nightclub and her boss, Nick, was in the audience. Now, she didn't know Nick was her boss and Nick didn't know that Alex actually works for him. So Nick makes a move on Alex, who rejects his advances. However, in the end, they do go on a date and start seeing each other. Nick is really supportive of Alex's desire to become a dancer and Alex auditions for the Conservatory of Dance. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, I won't spoil the ending, but all I will say is the last scene is very romantic. So the moral of the movie is to never give up on your dreams and don't let doubt creep in and never give up. Such an important message. In the movie Flashdance, Jennifer Beals plays Alex. Since Flashdance, Jennifer Beals has gone on to star in many films over the years. And in television, she had another breakout role, The Our Word, from 2004 to 2009. And again, in the latest season of The Our Word. And recently, she starred in Star Wars and Law and & Order. The movie Flashdance was actually shot between October and December 1982 in Pittsburgh and Los Angeles, and the movie was produced by Jerry Brockhammer. It was Jerry that actually sent legendary producer Giorgio Moroder a copy of the script, hoping that he would come up with some music for the film. But at the time, Giorgio Moroder was actually quite busy, and by the time the filming finished, Giorgio was still not on board. So Jerry sent him a rough edit of the film on videotape and in this clip Giorgio Moroda actually reflects upon that very moment. The memory was that I, at the beginning, I was not really interested in the movie. I had a hundred other things yeah. to do. 
And so they they asked me because I, I did I did already some movies with Jerry Brockheimer before. So I said, okay, send me the send me the video, and I'm going to tell you. So I got the video, and uh, uh, my girlfriend at that time was at my house, and I said, okay, you listen, you watch the movie, and I go and work in the studio. And so I came back uh, two hours later, and she was there crying. So I said, what, what's wrong? Oh, this movie is so beautiful. It's so romantic. You have to do it. <laughs> and that's when I decided to do it. That was legendary producer Giorgio Moroder. A big part of Flashdance was, of course, the music. And Grammy Award-winning producer Phil Ramone was brought in to become the music supervisor for the film and was responsible for selecting a lot of the tracks on the soundtrack. The movie Flashdance was released in April 1983, and at the time, the film critics were savage. American film critic Roger Ebert said, and I quote, Jennifer Beals shouldn't feel bad. She's a natural talent. She is fresh and engaging here in the movie, and only needs to find an agent with a natural talent for turning down scripts. Ouch. That's a bad one. Variety magazine compared the film to a series of music videos, and I quote, Watching Flashdance is pretty much like looking at MTV for 96 minutes. Virtually plotless, exceedingly thin on characterization, and sociologically laughable. Oh dear. But the good news is it was a surprise hit with the public, and that's all that matters. Because over its run in theatres, it raked in over $200 million at the worldwide box office. Not bad for a film savaged by critics, but also made on the budget of just $7 million. And it's no surprise the soundtrack for the film flew off the shelves, shifting 700,000 copies during its first two weeks on sale alone. At the time, MTV was becoming really big, and part of the strategy with Flashdance was using various music videos for the songs on the soundtrack, inserting scenes from the movie. And those videos were played in nightclubs, ice skating rinks, and roller skating rinks all over the world in the 80s. The soundtrack for Flashdance hit number one in the US for two weeks, number one in Japan for 10 weeks, also hit number one here in Australia, Austria, Germany, Norway, Sweden, and Switzerland, number two in Canada and New Zealand, and number nine in the UK. What were they thinking in the UK back then? I have no idea. Anyway, the soundtrack has sold over 6 million copies in the US alone, 1 million copies in Japan, and over 20 million copies worldwide. So Flashdance was a massive hit in the box office and on the music charts, and it received a ton of awards. The film received nine Grammy nominations and won three awards for Best Pop Vocal Performance Female for Irene Cara, Best Album of Original Score Written for a Motion Picture or Television Special, and Best Instrumental Composition, which went to Georgia Moroder for the love theme from Flashdance. The film also received three Academy Award nominations and won one award for Best Original Song for What a Feeling. The film also received five Golden Globe Awards and won two for Best Original Score for Georgia Moroder and Best Original Song for Irene Cara and Keith Forsey, who wrote Flashdance, What a Feeling. So that's a bit about the movie and the soundtrack. Let's start with our track-by-track run-through 
of a soundtrack to Flashdance. Starting with track one, which is no surprise. That was the massive worldwide hit Flash Dance What a Feeling, performed by singer-songwriter Irene Cara. Now the music from that track can be heard throughout the movie, but during the final dance scene of the movie, where you see Alex do her audition at the dance conservatory, you hear most of the track. In this clip, Irene Cara talks about writing the song What a Feeling. They showed us the last scene in the film, uh, me and Keith Forsey. They wanted uh, me to sing it, and uh, they wanted, you know, Georgia was doing most of the music for the soundtrack, so was Phil Ramone. And I said, well, look, you know, I'm not in this movie. If you want me to sing it, you're, you're basically playing me a bunch of chords, you know. Uh, you haven't finished writing this. I would like to, uh, you know, write it if I'm going to sing it. And so they agreed to that, and uh, they showed us the last film of, of, of the last scene, in the film, and um, Keith and I watched it. We hadn't seen anything else of the movie. We'd gotten in a taxi to go back to Giorgio's studio, and by the time we arrived, it was written. I needed to make the song be a metaphor for the entire movie. And since the movie was about dance, I, I basically used that premise of making someone's devotion to dance be someone's motivation for their devotion to life in general. And that was something, obviously, that I'd been familiar with because, I, you know, that was my life story at that time. Even though I didn't have a clue what the hell the rest of the movie was about, you know, I just focused on that premise and, uh, and putting that thought uh, into a lyric, into the song, into the melody. That is the late Irene Cara talking about the writing process for What a Feeling. What I love about What a Feeling is the 12-inch version of the track, which includes extra production and extra vocals not included in the 7-inch version. Let's have a listen. An extra part in the verse not included in the 7-inch version of Flashdance, but you can find that on the 12-inch mix. Flashdance What a Feeling was the lead single from the movie, produced by Georgia Moroda and co-written by Irene with Keith Forsey. It was number one in the US for six weeks and spent 25 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. It also hit number one all over the world, including Canada, here in Australia, New Zealand, all over Europe, and number two in the UK. When you think about songs from the 80s, What a Feeling is a strong contender for the top 10. As I mentioned before, it won an Academy Award for Best Original Song, 
also a Golden Globe, and Irene won a Grammy Award for Best Pop Vocal Performance Female. Sadly, just last year, we lost the beautiful Irene Cara. And if you haven't heard my tribute episode to Irene Cara, make sure you check that out on your favourite podcast provider. There's also an interview with Irene Cara there as well. Let's move on to track number two. That is Here's a Dream by Shandy. Now this track can be heard during the first dance scene in the movie at Morby's nightclub with Alex dancing on stage and unbeknownst to her, her boss, Nick, is in the audience. Moving on to track number three, this is the love theme from Flashdance by Helen St. John. Such a beautiful piece of music produced by the legendary Georgia Moroder. Now, it was during the scene where Alex is riding home from Morby's nightclub that you first hear the love theme from Flashdance. Nick is following her in his car after she rejects his offer to drive her home. Alex was really feisty in this movie. That track was also nominated for a Grammy for Best Pop Instrumental Performance. Moving on to the next track. That is Manhunt by Karen Carmen. Now, when I was listening to the soundtrack in preparation for this podcast episode, I had such fond memories of listening to the soundtrack as a kid. But listening to the soundtrack now, some of the lyrics are quite questionable. So if you can imagine me as a nine-year-old in his room, listening to the soundtrack with these types of lyrics. I'm going on a manhunt. Turn it around. Women have been hunted, now we're hunting around. Not exactly child-friendly lyrics, were they? <laughs> but back in the 80s, it was a really different time. <laughs> Let's slow things down a bit and check out the next track. Lady, 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 don't walk this lonely That is Lady, Lady, Lady by Joe Esposito. Now this track plays during a romantic scene where Alex and Nick are going out for a nice walk. That track was written by Giorgio Moroder and Keith Forsey, produced by Giorgio Moroder, reaching number 86 on the US Hot 100, but it had some minor success in Europe, peaking at number 7 in Austria and number 19 in Switzerland. Moving on to track number six. It's in the pocket 
That is Imagination by Laura Branigan. Now this track can be heard in Morby's Nightclub with Alex doing her performance on stage. There's strobe lighting, great costumes. It's one of my favourite dance scenes from the movie. It also plays during the closing credits as well. Co-written by Phil Ramone and Michael Sambello. Moving on to track number seven. That was Romeo by the Queen of Disco, Donna Summer. You can hear this track during a fancy dress party scene in the movie. Now, interestingly, this track was not recorded for the film, but originally done for Donna's 1981 album, I'm a Rainbow, which wasn't actually released until 1996. Moving on to track number eight. That is Seduce Me Tonight by Cycle V. This sexy track can be heard during a scene at a nearby strip club, Zanzibar. Again, co-written by Georgia Moroda and Keith Forsey. Let's slow things down again. A beautiful song by Kim Carnes, I'll Be Here Where the Heart Is. This is a beautiful moment during the film where Alex has just found out that her friend and mentor, retired ballerina Hannah, had passed away. So one more track to go, here is track number 10. track that needs no introduction whatsoever but that is a maniac by michael sambello this track is played during the second dance scene in the movie where you see alex at home warming up with her dog grant watching on wondering what's going on <laughs> it's quite an iconic scene in the movie and also features during the closing credits as well again produced by georgia moroda and co-written by michael sambello Another worldwide hit for the Flashdance soundtrack. Maniac hit number one in the US and Canada. Number two here in Australia. Number seven in New Zealand. But in the UK, only number 43. What's going on there? It was also nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Best Pop Vocal Performance Male, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. It was also nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song, but 
No surprise, it lost out to Flashdance, What a Feeling. Now, when you watch the movie Flashdance, most tracks do appear on the soundtrack, but there is a couple which are not included on the soundtrack, including this track we all should know. That, of course, is Gloria by Laura Branigan. Sadly, we lost Laura Branigan back in 2004. Now, this track can be heard during a scene on an ice skating rink where Alex's best friend, Jenny, was performing an ice skating competition. Actress Sunny Johnson, who played Jenny, sadly passed away the following year after suffering a brain hemorrhage. She was just 30 years old. Flashdance was her final role. So very sad, and life cut way too short. Another track which didn't make the soundtrack was this one. That is I Love Rock and Roll by Jane Jett. This track can be heard during a very sexy scene in the movie where Alex and the girls from the nightclub are working out in the gym. So finally, not only was Flashdance a big hit on the music charts and the box office, it also became a big hit in pop culture. Girls all over the world wanted that Alex look, that cut-off t-shirt, the leg warmers, became a huge hit, all thanks to the movie Flashdance. And it's become a bit of a staple for anyone wanting that 80s fix. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode celebrating the 40th anniversary of the iconic film and soundtrack Flashdance. Make sure you check out the soundtrack on your favourite streaming service and relive those memories. And make sure you're following the show on social media. Just search for Sound Museum AU on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We'd love to hear your comments about the film, the soundtrack, what your favourite songs were. Let me know on my socials. So make sure you join me next week for another episode of The Sound Museum, where we're celebrating another anniversary, this time going back to 1993 and celebrating one of my favourite albums. Keep an eye on my socials this weekend and all will be revealed. Until then, have a great week, take care, and I will see you then.